0: I don't need to tell you that Southern California is a driving town, so it's important to have a car
1: that's reliable and safe with superior performance. To me, that means a Toyota. But don't take my word for it. Visit buyatoyota.com. At buyatoyota.com, you'll get the tools to help you find the Toyota that's right for you. Compare all 25 models, find your local dealership, check out all the latest offers, and even set up a test drive. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. And welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I am not your host, Mike Bloom. He is away on vacation, but my name is Bren Wagamot. Liana (laughs) Morris. How are you doing, Liana?
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh, I could not with that. I can't with you right now, and I could not with that in the challenge. I'm so excited to talk about everything in this episode.
1: And we are excited not only to talk about this episode with Mike away because when Mike's away, we will play because we have from Big Brother 20, ladies and gentlemen, someone we have trying to get on. We have tried. We have tried, Liana, to get her on the RuPaul's Drag Race podcast ever since she was voted off Big Brother. We was like, we have to have her on because she was talking about RuPaul's Drag Race in the Big Brother house. It's Angela Rockstar, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
2: I'm so excited to talk about rupaul's drag race because that is a show that i'm actually 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 a super fan of and one day if you know i just magically wake up as a whole man i will be on it
1: (laughs) well rockstar we haven't we haven't had you on before so we want to know what your overall thoughts of not even just this episode but this season how are you feeling about this season of drag race
2: I I really like this season and because I also was on a reality competition show I'm now viewing it a lot different than mm-hmm. I than I did when watching it before being on a reality TV show competition so it's really it's it's kind of fascinating like I'm looking at um oh my gosh Miss Miss Silky Ganache okay and like, everybody's coming for her about how she doesn't turn off. And I relate to that from when I was on Big Brother and some people wouldn't turn off. But then I'm also looking at it like we're entertainers, we're performers. Maybe you shouldn't turn off. Maybe that's what the, you know, the public actually wants. So I'm looking at it from both sides and I'm, I'm like getting what the queens are saying about like, chill, girl. But also, like, she's performing. She's getting that time, that airtime. And really, uh, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race provides amazing exposure for these entertainers. And, like, if, if you're getting your, your time, then people are going to remember you. So that's one thing that's just um, really sticking out, out to me as I listen to them talk. And I see the way that, you know, big personality. And also right. does not seem to, like, turn off that big personality so it's just very interesting to kind of view things from a different way I don't know I like I like Silky I'm living for Sugarcane I I think that (laughs) I think the moment is coming it hasn't happened yet I've been a a little you know there's there's some underwhelming happening but I feel like Sugarcane's gonna have a big moment coming up in some episodes I feel like and Daisy of course
1: Of course. Well, I thought she might have gotten her due during this episode. Uh, Liana, so we've been dealing with the Silky of it all for the past three episodes. I actually thought that we weren't going to get much Silky, and then untucked happened so <laughs>
0: what the hell yes untucked was definitely uh, the silky show here like that's what we were saying yeah she had a pretty muted episode yeah. you know but then we got to see all of this backstory about the whitney versus britneyness and oh, the whole thing with yeah. her religion and evie like rockstar i don't know what you thought about all that craziness I, yeah i wasn't sure
2: i was watching that and i was like oh Because then I went back and I watched it again and she really did not say anything about any of that while they were talking and discussing unless it got edited out or whatever. But on that episode, there was no, Oh, I'm feeling some sort of a way because I'm a Christian and like, we're kind of, you know, tongue in cheeking evangelicals a little bit here. And, and I'm feeling some sort of a way that conversation was not brought up until much later afterward. And then to kind of, Throw that in as, as a backstory. I don't know. I felt like if that was something that she was really going through, then that would have been said at that moment.
1: Well, you know. I will say that yeah. it, it did feel to me really heavy-handed this episode. I mean, this is one of the few episodes in RuPaul's Drag Race where I could definitely tell, okay, who's the winner and who's the loser? And yeah. I was like, because sometimes RuPaul will, ju- will judge team challenges as individuals. I was like, no bitch. I know she's going to judge this as a team because mm-hmm. she is not happy. And you could tell that the editors were going out of their way. I think the reason that they didn't include any of the silky stuff, and I do believe that it was vocalized because they all knew about it. They all knew right. about something. Uh, I think the reason that it wasn't included was because the editors wanted a really clean win. Like, this is the good team, this is the this horrible is the, team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why they're really all being did, made to listen.
2: It really did play out like that. Like, like, wow, they really are getting Miss Brittany right now. And wow, they just Mariah dumpster fired over <laughs> 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 That it- was Oh, oh, they said, oh, can you even, I don't even know if I can bring this up yet, but I, I lost it when they said they love, um, what did they say? Sparkle? Mariah. Uh-huh. Sparkle? Mariah's yeah. film was glitter, y'all. <laughs> Come on now, And purple. then.
0: They were talking about the song emotional and I can't remember who it was started singing like so emotional, the Whitney Houston song. And I was like, wait, no, what? Like what is happening right now? It was a complete disaster. And the editing was so heavy handed in that too. Like the dodo music that was happening. when oh, Anyone yeah, right. from the, the Mariah Carey team was on screen. It's so funny. Yeah. I, I really want to know, like, I wish that they would have done
2: a take where the- They would have asked the losing team individually who their favorite diva was personally.
1: Yeah, like, I, it was really hard to tell because I felt like we were getting disparate answers from different people, but then somehow they came to a consensus of Mariah overall. Uh, so anyway, let's, so let's talk about the beginning of the episode. Let's go through it here. Uh, so they come in from uh, the the uh, main stage into the workroom. There's not much happens here, except for the fact that Kahana has been voted off the Island. And Vanessa says that Mercedes, her looks are not that strong and she's introverted, Liana. So if you can't perform and you don't have good runways, what can you do? Pick a struggle, bitch. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. yeah. What was the Vanjie quote that was like, we can't struggle about everything. Like, pick one thing to struggle on. <laughs> Too I, many struggles.
2: If I don't get to meet Vanjie in my life, then I don't think I've even lived this life. That's how I <laughs> feel about <laughs> Vanessa Banji Mateo. That Vanjie girl. I love Brandy <laughs> I
1: love Angie too yeah, she's, then I, go ahead, Leon. she's just
0: so entertaining yeah. like it is baffling to me that she can whenever she's on screen even if she's you know quote unquote not doing well like in the challenge last week the acting one Um, even then she was still this like bright star shining in the background doing her weird dorky dad or not even a dorky dad you know what I mean like there's yeah. just something about her that really she is like an unpolished star but very entertaining
2: so, yes. entertaining.
1: so entertaining. So entertaining. We love her. So yeah. then they, uh, we, we fast forward to the next day. They come into the workroom. Actually, not a lot of chit-chat before RuPaul comes in. And uh, we do get a little bit of foreshadowing because... Uh, Nina says that she should have done well during the last challenge. I was like, okay, this is going to go one of two ways, you guys. Mm-hmm. Either she's going to win or she's probably going to get the boot because she hasn't been bringing it. So I was hopeful. I'm a, I'm a Nina West fan, but I haven't been living for her much right. these last two episodes. What do you think, Rockstar?
2: I, I totally agree. And Nina West is iconic. I mean, literally iconic. I knew about Nina West from The dress performance where I wanted Minions to be my dress for the rest of my life and just, you know, fall right off of me. Yes. I I mean, I I like Nina and I totally agree with what you're saying. We didn't get to see big, fantastic Nina until until this episode. And I hope that she's able to hold on to that because really, truly legendary and iconic as, as a performer.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that it was nice to be able to see her perform well and really get recognized for it, even though, you know, the runways um we can talk about later. Uh, but at least in terms <laughs> of the performance, like she, she was really fun. And it's important also to set the tone as the host, you know, and she was that first person that you saw. And yeah. from the get go, I mean, that whole their whole thing worked so freaking well. And I have to give her props for that, for really just setting the tone and being, a, you know, really it felt like the leader of that team. So, yes. Yeah, so, so I smooth.
1: thought she was smooth and i thought that i thought that it was, this was going this was going to portend well for her but uh, we get a mini challenge first and i have to say rockstar this might be this might be one of my favorite mini challenges ever and i'm not just saying that i love Same. anything where RuPaul can ad lib with the queens. And by the way, uh, Rockstar's baby Isaac will occasionally make a guest appearance. You might hear him. He's fourteen months old. We are living for him right now. Yeah, but uh, this mini, this mini challenge involved RuPaul working the door for a little known girl group you may have never heard of called Seduction. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. RuRu is just throwing shade at Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and they have to do whatever it takes to talk their way in the two queens who have the best. Powers of Persuasion uh, persuasion win. Uh, the first one we got... Uh, actually, well, I wouldn't even need to talk about all of them, but I have to say, my favorite uh, was probably... Uh it was a That was mm-hmm. the one who I thought was the best. Where she was like, uh Ru- Ru said, Well, what's Michelle's middle name? If you know if you know so much about seduction, what's Michelle's middle name? She's like, She's like, Well, you know so much about Michelle, why don't you tell me? And RuPaul's like, yeah. I'm already up, I'm already up here in the party. She's like, No, bitch, you're working the door. Exactly. <laughs> that was
0: hilarious. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, and- Go ahead, Rihanna. Oh, and it was funny because she was the only one like yelling back at Rue, which I thought was great, and it really <laughs> right? just shows, yeah, her personality and her charisma and her confidence too to be able to do that. Like uh, she's definitely one to watch.
1: Yes, and then we had uh, Evie, who I loved. It was basically another uh, riff on Vanji where Rue was like, "Name three seduction songs," <laughs> and Vanji's like, "Okay, seduction, seduct, and selectivity." <laughs> and then- <laughs> And then she's like, two things make a thing go right, right? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then then Evie, she says to Evie, name five seduction songs. And then Evie starts, you know, yada, yada. And Rue's like, yeah, you can't name them and nobody can either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my okay. god yeah the shade and i loved the the you know so first of all i have to do quick drag which you know always fun but then always the, our
1: favorite quick yeah, drag,
0: yes the like fish eye camera thing too was really funny thing. yeah just to be able to see them all in at that angle <laughs>
1: yes and then we rockstar. We had Nina, who eventually won part of the challenge with Raj. I don't know what the hell Raja did that was so great. I don't remember.
2: I I didn't understand that. I felt like there were some more standouts and yeah. then then Raj. I mean, I even thought Sugar Cane's one line of big old bitties was the password. Uh huh. Like right. I thought that was cute. Funny. But I knew it, that was
1: going to be a winner because she was so fast. Like that was literally the only thing she said. Like they spent right. like five seconds with Sugar Cane.
2: Right, exactly. And that probably was like, and okay, I got my, my line, and then exactly. maybe not much else, but I thought it was funny. It was a good I, line.
1: And then I like, Leona, <laughs> I love Silky when she's like shaking her titties and she's like, Look, I'm going to football tackle that door like the Kool Aid man. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> and yes. she, and she like literally runs at the door. And then, and I, I, that's it's, it's not open. over. She literally <laughs> opens the door and's like, See, bitch, you wanted me to come in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The <laughs> door was
0: just unlocked. i like that she tried to just enter like that's what i would have done that's great exactly all right i'm coming in now thank you
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we get our winners we get our winners of this mini challenge aside from the fact that we can't figure out why it's nina west and raja o'hara raja d o'hara she's another davenport by the way Uh, so they're gonna pick teams and here are the teams that we get nina picks silky uh, Evie. She goes for Vanjie, for Miss Brooklyn, for Ariel, and then she's left over with Mercedes. And by the way, I just want to say at the top, Mercedes better her thinking her fucking lucky stars. But she ended up on this team. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how lucky you can be on RuPaul's Drag Race, but this had to be one of the luckiest like strokes of luck to happen because if she ended up on the other team, I think she was gone. Raja ends Absolutely. up with should, these are all the people that end up in the bottom six. And end up lip syncing: Raja, Sugar Cane, Scarlett O'Hara, uh, Plastique Tiara, <laughs> Honey Davenport, and a C. Davenport. Oh my God, so many Davenports! Oh my God, <laughs> it's the
2: whole legacy of
1: Davenport. <laughs> I, okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding. They could do a season twelve of you know RuPaul's Drag Race Davenport. I'm, I,
0: <laughs> it's a big family. It's a yeah, big it's, like this is a, the family reunion <laughs> Drag Race oh, season.
1: On. Uh so Kiriya Carrie, a little bit she's like, Y'all left me standing in the nosebleeds with Mercedes. Y'all must be blind, crippled, and crazy.
0: Which I honestly I was really shocked that she me wasn't picked because I was like, I thought she did well last week, and then I don't remember whose confessional it was that was well, you know, she's not really standing out or something like that. Brooklyn. Like,
1: Brooklyn throwing what? shade after what she put out last week. She ended up in I the know, bottom I four.
2: I feel like Brooklyn's not standing out that much. Very kind of like I mean to to say somebody else isn't, you know, like
1: yeah, totally. Not yeah. eat cattle, <laughs> so they get their teams and they end up dividing up Bruce says there's going to be heavenly hostesses there's going to be a live on air conversion with some non-believers there's going to be singers giving us hymns of praise and we're going to be uh I'm trying to figure out the word here uh we're going to be uh doing two she evangelical talk shows where they will have to preach and teach the children of the divine pop diva of their choice um I have to say right off the I love this challenge I it thought was like, mm-hmm. it was great I incredible. mean go ahead Rockstar
2: I, I loved it too I thought it was I mean when they were setting it up I was like this is going to be great and you, I feel like drag queens know iconic divas like that goes hand in hand so I was very excited to see what they were about to put out and like it, it just seemed funny and there were levels to it and it was good and it was also I liked how everybody and I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself
1: but You can every, do whatever you want, honey. You're the guest every, here.
2: Every single body uh was given a nod to Miss Tammy Faye with them blue eyes with the blue
0: eye shadow and yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and I love that. <laughs> Well, I thought, uh, what was really good about this challenge that set it apart is the fact from last week was the fact that it was live. So it wasn't so much about, you know, taking direction. It was like, you have to come in as a team with a really clear idea of what you want to do. Um, and then have to be able to execute. And I think that it was also good because it gave the Queens enough of a framework to really, um, give them guidance, but still be super creative and come up with kind of like their own sticks and, and come up with different ideas. And, uh, and so, yeah, I really, really love this, too. I'd be very down to seeing this again.
1: Me, too. I, I love this, too. It was live. Uh, there's no shenanigans that can happen with, you know, this take and that take. Remember, I think last week, Raja, we thought got it right on the first take. And then we got a lot of ham handedness with like take number two and take number three about how she couldn't get it right. right. Uh, and so I wasn't sure. So I, I, I thought overall, this is a much better way to go, because I feel like queens are their best when they're performing live and you get one take to do whatever you want. I have to say though at the top when after they so they ended up deciding on their pop divas of their choice. Obviously the one team decides they're going to do Britney and the other team decides they're after much consternation that they're going to do Mariah Carey. So RuPaul comes up to Nina West and she comes over to their group and and this is where I think like RuPaul is up to shenanigans right from the start. Like I don't know if Ru knew that something was happening like they didn't know that much about Mariah Carey, but she comes over to to Nina's group and she gives them a freaking pep talk like it's like the best thing in the world like let me give you pe- pep talk in fact I have it a little bit here let me see if I can play it for you guys this is RuPaul uh, talking to Nina's team about what they need to do tend to yourself find your rhythm and do you look I've been the number one bitch in the game for 25 months yeah. Ain't another bitch camp for me? Why? Because I found my own right rhythm. Let the church say amen. 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 So, I want to see a show. Show me the Holy Spirit in Brittany's name. It's Brittany bitch. Bye. <laughs> so she gives that to them. And then she goes over to the other team, and it's like the Spanish Inquisition rock star. She's like, well, what do you know about Mariah Carey? Tell me something about Mariah Carey. Do you know about what Mariah Carey? What'd she call her fans? How do you know that? (laughs) I thought she was was sandbagging right from the start. It
2: it seemed like it made me question um, you know, they don't know the challenges or whatever, but what when Rue said, what the fuck have y'all been doing? Do they give them material to research with? Because if well, they didn't know about the Diva, then they don't know about
1: the Diva. They don't know about the Diva. That's the thing. They don't have any access to the internet. They can't call nobody. They can't call a phone, a right. friend or anything like that. So they really just have to like, well, here's the thing though. I And I am jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, I will say this. I think what Rupaul expects, Leanna. we have seen this over the years. So we've been podcasting this show for a while. Rupaul expects her queens, to have a broad base of knowledge of pop culture, both past and present. And I'm willing to say this right now. I think there are two people who are absolutely out of the running to be RuPaul's Drag Race uh, winner of season 11. Number one is obviously Mercedes Diamond because she's just terrible. Uh, Number two Plastic. plastic tiara yeah. yeah you got it bitch there is no way rupaul is gonna crown plastic tiara no matter how good she looked on the runway there's no way that rupaul is gonna crown her after what she did on the runway saying i don't know i don't even know about pop divas i don't know about anything uh, right, what, like, what the hell yeah what are you I,
0: doing at your show <laughs> yeah it was like yeah i just learned about pop culture three years ago or something like like it was A something Beyonce. about the way she said it
2: just also, the- about Beyonce, what rock have you been living <laughs> under and looking that good under this rock,
0: right? And not know yeah. about Beyonce, but like-, like, I mean, okay, so like, let's say she was living under a rock, okay, or whatever, <laughs> like, whatever the situation is, let's say she didn't know you know you're gonna be on drag race, and just like Brant, like you were saying, RuPaul does expect that, and that's okay, that you, you have right. to know. Just like, just don't say it. Just be like, yeah, I messed up. Like she, she, by trying to explain it away, she totally made it worse. Whether or not she recognizes that or not. uh, It was pretty bad. I also just have to say, how in the hell did they not switch?
1: I See don't that. know. See that this is the thing I don't understand. So RuPaul comes up to them. She gives them the Spanish Inquisition about Mariah Carey. She she asks them what does Mariah Carey call her fans? Scarlet says the butterflies. And then my like, my favorite line of the of the hour. Sugar cane says the carries. The carries. <laughs> Bitch. Uh-huh please the carries I'm like I don't know I'm like that's why I really felt like uh, Raj O'Hara and Scarlet should have been in the bottom too they should have been left there to sweat because they were the ones who were like well we should just stick with it RuPaul was telling them Rockstar not like, to yeah, do like, it not to do it like pick somebody else they could have yeah. switched I mean I think they'd only been working for like an hour you could have easily switched over to somebody else within that time frame RuPaul was it was like the equivalent of Tim Gunn on Project Runway coming around and saying this isn't Working. This is awful. Do something else. Like, I don't Eat understand it. what them. Make it work with yes. something
0: else. Yes. <laughs> Pick a different fabric. I was but, with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Leon, I, I, cu- I couldn't understand how they didn't switch, Leon. Uh, I, I, uh, I didn't understand.
0: Well, and their logic from, okay, so the logic that I heard was well, we all know a little bit. But it seemed like they did not know a little bit, and really, that's not what you need. You need one person who exactly. really knows everything. Yeah, exactly. When Ruba's was like, "Who's your authority? Who's your authority?" That's what they needed. Is you have to know the details because then that person could just help out with all the references, yes. you know. Yes. And really, that's that, what you needed. So I didn't. That's what. Know. That's what I was wondering.
2: What like who each of their favorite divas was because I would have loved for one of them to be like. I am an authority on this person. Listen, trust me. We should go with this person, even though y'all don't know them. Let me give you all their lines. Let me, like, let me lead this group. Yes, to, to worship this diva that I actually adore. Like, I could do that for Bette Midler. You know, me personally, yep. that yep, would have been too. my diva, and yep. I would have told everybody everything, and we would have had all the the right things because I know Bette Midler very very well <laughs> not yep. personally i would love to god but i have studied bet midler over the years and so like sure. that, you know like yeah not a, one of them was like i have a diva that i absolutely adore and this is the person which was was surprising
1: it, it was surprising to me i i like i said Leon, i couldn't believe they didn't switch there were a million other people people they could have chosen they could have chosen somebody more recent they could have you know if you're if you're not familiar with you know share and you know dolly parton's of the world you know more in the past then pick somebody who's more like today like gaga or Beyonce, ariana. Or ariana oh my god yeah anybody anybody other than who you picked which i i they said i, I agree with you they said their their reasoning was everybody knew a, a little bit but Ru- rupaul was right when she was like it's not that deep. You guys like have a surface-level understanding of what makes Mariah Carey Mariah Carey and why her fans love her so much. Uh, I just thought it was a bad call from the start. Anyway, we go to the challenge, and this was really fun. I didn't know why Ross needed to be there. I, I, I mean, I guess just to say, okay, you know, do, we're done with that and you know, three, two, one, action. But since he wasn't really giving direction, I didn't understand the point. It was sort of like, I think you know, somebody in the patron group also called this out, the Rob as a Podcast patron group, where they were like, I think Ross was there to just hit us over the head with over developed editing asides like you know when he's laughing and giggling at somebody obviously this is the good group and when he's putting what? his paper over his face this is the bad group the bad group exactly
2: yeah. that's okay <laughs>
1: So uh, Nina comes on with uh, Who was she with? With Brooklyn? Yeah, it was with Brooklyn. and Or no, yeah, it was with Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And she comes on Yeah, I had to make sure I was getting mixed up with Nina and uh, Brooklyn. She comes on and says, Welcome to the Give Me More Hour of Power Prayer Circle. Uh, I thought they did a great job introducing everything. I think we covered this a little bit already. But Nina uh, along with Brooklyn did a great job of just having a really down-home feel. In fact, I felt like Nina was giving me Paula Dean, like before she was yes. us, you know. Um, and by the way, I've actually dealt to Paula Dean. People, I'm a table games dealer, and so I have dealt to Paula Dean. Bitch knows how to gamble. I, and I took I all her money, that. by the way. I know, right? She used to have a she used to have a restaurant called Paula Dean's Buffet at the Horseshoe where I used to work, and I have dealt to Paula Dean. Like I said, took all her money, but that's okay because uh, she she went the way of the dinosaur. Um, but uh, <laughs> I did feel like that Nina was giving me some Paula Dean. I felt like Brooklyn was pretty good in what she was giving us. They had a really great um, sort of like musical legato style to Rhythm. how they were talking. Yeah, yeah. Where it was really smooth and syrupy and it felt inviting that. And the, the difference to me between this team and the other team, I felt like this team really was worshiping Britney. I felt like they loved Britney. They were living mm-hmm. for Britney. I felt like the other team, I felt like they were lampooning Brittany. I felt like, I mean, Mariah. I felt like they were really lampooning Mariah. Like I, They were just kind of making fun of her. Right. Uh, and it never felt to me like a like a, like a. it never felt like a she evangelical telethon or, uh, you know, a come to Jesus moment. It was more just like, let's make fun of all the things that have gone wrong in her life. So I felt like that was the number one thing. The other thing that I really noticed a lot about this winning group, and I didn't notice it until I saw the losing group, the winning group, although they did have note cards because everybody had note cards, they didn't use them. Nina, Brooklyn, they have note cards in their hands. They never once looked down. Even when you go over to the songstresses, they aren't looking at their note cards either. Or if they did, it was very much just a quick aside kind of thing. Uh, and they really got through it. Obviously, to me, the star of this group, besides Nina, was Miss Vanji. I mean, yeah. I, I absolutely lost I it. When she was like... Thank you Miss Vanji. Ooh, I just thank myself. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I want to do that now
0: yeah that's like what I will do in the mirror when I'm having like a rough day like I'm gonna just thank myself Um, I think what I really really appreciated um, and Rockstar I don't know if you felt the same way about this was that it was genuinely so believable like you know drag is this illusion well they did an illusion of one of those televangelist shows like I totally bought it I did too. I felt like it could have come
2: on at two in the morning, and I would yep. have just been like, yeah. "Okay, here we go." Like <laughs> it really, it felt so seamless. They were—I agree with you, Brent. They were so smooth. They didn't look the, you know, the um, the Britney team. They hail Britney, praise her. They were so. It it was just they nailed it. I mean, there was no yeah. other. There it was seamless. They didn't really look at their note cards. They weren't they weren't stumbling over everything it was it was smooth and seamless and i totally agree it felt like they really had a love for britney and that was what the whole challenge was because these right. these performers these divas they've put in work over the years and they deserve the fans that they have and it was yeah, it was yeah. it was disappointing to see how they did Mariah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was disappointing. It was. It was. Uh, I felt like uh, the anchor for this group, which was the songstresses, were really really great. I don't know so much about Silky, and obviously we got some more uh, backstory from her in Untucked, but as a pair, I thought they did okay. And all The, the, the other thing was that I thought they had a really good, uh, recognizable hymn, where it was like, and I can't remember what the name of this is, but it was like, come to the light, my friend. Oops, I did it again. And yeah. they just kept singing it over and over and it was really catchy i was like i find myself singing it after the skit was over uh and i couldn't say that about the other group <laughs>
2: no they were they were using real hymns and they were really taking us to church and it, it was catchy and it was
1: something
2: it was. would come later on
1: like I, I, I was living for it liana did you uh did you feel like Arielle uh redeemed herself from uh, the fiasco that was last week where she ar- arguably could have been given the boot
0: Yeah, I mean, I think she didn't like super stand out, but to me, apart from Vanjie, really like no one stood out, stood out, but that's because everybody did so freaking well. So, you know, that's not a knock on her. Absolutely. At all. Like I thought that, you know, she did a really great job. And I think, you know, along with the song, there were just so many other little references to Britney, you know, and uh, and I like the line about, you know, I was in the bottle, like even the um, the Christina Aguilera references. All good, shaving heads, and
2: I mean, it was just, it was adorable. They, yeah,
1: when they shaved her head, it was like we're we're going back to 2007, which I don't know if that was the right year. It may been I I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, that's great. Like I love, because again, they don't have any sort of, you know, way to research this. So that was great that they were able to at least fake that and pull it out. So that was great. And we got all of the great music. There was like little like underlying editing music cues that were added to make you really feel like this was a great group. Oh my God. Weren't they amazing contrast that with the (laughs) next group and almost from the start, you knew that it wasn't going to go well. Uh, this is Raj's group. Obviously, they are supposedly celebrating Mariah Carey. As I said, the one thing that I noticed right from the start, they're using note cards. They do not know their lines. They have not been over them. It looked like they almost didn't rehearse. based right. on Right. Based on what the singers were doing, I don't think they did rehearse. Um, the other thing too, and I, I didn't bring this up, the previous group when they were coming back from commercial, every time it was like they were on the set of the View, honey. Like they yes. were like like going ha, 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 ha. like they were well, like they were they were having a grand old time when it was like three two one go, and they were like hey, thanks for joining us again. We're welcome back. You know, it was like that. Whereas with Raja's group, it was like really serious, and they were like. Nothing up until three two one and then you came back. And I felt like that just that just added more to the angst of why this group didn't work.
2: It was so bizarre to contrast the two teams and have one team that looked like they got to rehearse for three weeks and then have one team that looked like they were improving the whole thing and trying to it, it just was non functional. And yeah. you're so right. Um, earlier when you said that, like, they weren't really the, the, uh, Brittany team wasn't really, there weren't a lot of standouts. That's because they were all powerhousing and that's what a good team is. It's not one person standing out as super amazing, but working together seamlessly as a team. And I, I really, they just, they were so good.
0: Yeah. Well, to to piggyback on that point, it definitely did not feel like a team because they didn't really have a lot of chemistry with each other. The each of the the sort of the pairs felt like these little discrete units of like show. And then even within that, like I thought Sugarcane probably did the best, but, you know, she didn't really have the best chemistry with Scarlet. Like that was awkward. And then the, um, the conversion really, it really didn't feel like a conversion. It felt, it was, it felt forced. I, it was just all of a mess all a mess
1: well I I was going to ask you that whether or not you felt like there was anybody who actually did okay within this group Um, I know that everybody didn't love this choice I but I guess I I am coming from the standpoint of I feel like she should be given some due because she did make a choice. And I am guess I'm talking about plastic tiara. I know that the whole, you know, (laughs) talking like this, I, I, I know that that didn't work for everybody and the timing of it didn't land. I get all of that. But at least she did think outside the box and she was committed to her character. And it was something that she was. Full in on, whereas you look at other people and it seemed like they had no idea, they had no concept of what they wanted to do uh, on the stage. I thought the worst part of this group by bar were these songstresses who oh. seemed like they had never rehearsed it looked like they were making it up on the spot and as Ross said at the end it's like they have no cards like they they wrote this out they knew what it was supposed to be it sounded like they switched from the hymn to whatever they wrote at one time But and Raja was giving us confessionals talking about uh, honey that she wasn't on cue. That she was adding notes, and then you got confessionals with Scarlett, saying they were both awful. Rockstar, I thought they were both awful. I thought they were both terrible, and they weren't having a great time.
2: I didn't understand how they had those note cards in front of them that they were looking at and still getting the lines wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I, 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 Liana, how did this happen? What what happened? Could, they, they had to rehearse, right?
0: I guess not, uh genuinely, I don't know. I thought that they were gonna be the bottom two for sure. I mean, obviously, Me we too. got a gag, which we'll talk about later, but um, yeah, it was bad, and maybe it was because it was like you know the first two like didn't do great, and then the conversion was awkward, and so then, by the end, I was like, oh my God, I'm already uncomfortable. that could have a you know bit to do with it, but I think it was just not a success,
1: and I will and they also said come they to- were singers. I know, right? Oh, my God. They, yeah. <laughs> they said that you, you told us you were singers. You lied. <laughs>
2: you lied. You lied.
1: Uh, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to call out Akira Davenport because she came in as the non-believer and she was supposed to be an Ariana Grande fan and somehow that was lost on me. She had no ponytail, no donut, no nothing. She had earrings that said A on them, but I don't know how I'm how the hell I'm supposed to pick up that she's Ariana. When she did say Ariana, it was like almost under her breath. Uh, she all she she felt like somebody to me who didn't really want to be there, and I this really pained me because I'm a fan of Akira. But it seemed like she had again no clear vision. That's why I felt I felt like Plastique did okay because she at least had a vision of what she wanted to do. Akira, on the other hand, uh, was she just like was she supposed to be acting like she didn't want to be there? And if so, she was like, "Don't touch me." But it was more because of the butterflies, not because she didn't really want to be there. And she was like, oh, "I guess I gave her." Oh, and this is where she said the line about Sparkle,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> which was sparkle. With, by the way.
1: Yeah, Sparkle was a film with with Whitney Houston and Jordan Sparks. Okay. Glitter was the film with Mariah yeah. Carey. And, like, for that alone, I felt like she should have been, uh, well, I don't know if she should have been the bottom two, but I wasn't happy with her.
2: I actually thought that uh, Plastic's Choice was kind of funny. It was giving me Anna Ferris vibes when she would try to remember people's names and she yes. would be like, Joyce, or whatever. Like, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs>
0: I mean,
1: (laughs) it was a choice. Like I I wrote, I wrote down in my notes, uh, what did I say here? Uh, I said, it was a choice with the demon voice.
0: well cause like okay I guess yeah that was the thing I got it I got what she was trying to do it was this idea that you know Mariah Carey is God and like Ariana Grande is the devil and so she's like being possessed whenever she has to say her name or you know it's like something right. like that so I got I got it Um, I think it just it didn't work and I think maybe it was because you know I don't know if Akiria could have done something with like oh she's you know she's like because Akiria was supposed to be this Ariana Grande fan so I would be like why are you saying at that I don't know like, just something didn't work. And what really bothered me is that she still had on the A earrings after she got converted. And I was like, if those are Ariana Grande earrings, you oh, have to take them off. My God. That's I a actually,
1: great point. That is a great point. I, I, Rockstar, I didn't notice that, but she had that on still. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else managed to take off their wigs. Even Mercedes did an okay job, by the way. We haven't even talked about her. Uh, <laughs> apparently, all Mercedes knows how to do is go, ah! <laughs> because that's what she. That's what she did when she came into the workroom uh, in episode one, and uh, shocked everybody. And then, then she apparently thinks that spears are spirits. That's what I thought she said. Like yeah. she said, we don't we don't have spears, we have spirits. And I'm like, girl, girl, girl. Uh, yeah. Well, if it's
0: gonna be spears, and I think she was kind of going for this African princess kind of thing, like dude, like hunting spears or something. You know, I don't know. Like, why would you go with spirits?
1: And Liana, she just sat there the entire time. She just yeah. like literally was a like she was a uh, a lump of clay for like the the, the minute and a half that e b was getting converted
0: uh, uh, she was is so not bad. she is not long for this drag race world
1: yeah I, I unless something funky happens with another team challenge, I think she's clearly being eliminated next yeah. week, and I hate that it's that obvious yeah uh, I agree. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was the singers. um, Not only were they terrible, but they took forever to go behind. They're like, you know, here is Raja and honey. And then she was like, hello, thank you. And then she like turns around to go get a glass it's a wine glass with glitter in it but it took forever to get it and then they couldn't even remember the words to the song and they couldn't harmonize and they couldn't even sing together I felt like it was one of those times where Julie Chen on Big Brother would like uh hold her fingers up to her ear and go uh, there's no programming in my ear Liana <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it was bad and then but see like then I can't remember who made that comment that like oh you should pretend you're having like Starlet. you know yeah. yeah I was like yes uh, it was and I did not get the bit at all um I, I didn't really know what was going on and I, yeah it just yeah, it, it was a mess it. well it's it
1: because mess. they had the wrong film like they, they were using glitter and then but yet yeah, previously sparkle. they said sparkle so okay uh, i whatever. so
0: i didn't get it for at first i was like oh it's a joke because akiria is an ariana grande fan and doesn't know so she made a joke calling it sparkle not glitter but then sparkle kept being repeated and i was like oh no like they, they don't know
1: they don't <laughs> yeah know. i could i couldn't that's Well, that's the problem. Like they said, like there was no setup. I I was left to figure it out. And I was like, Ross, I'm too fucking lazy. I don't want to have to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like uh, Just just explain the joke to me. So the next day they come in, already we get a confessional from Honey Davenport Davenport, where she's like, "Um, I felt pretty good about my work and the challenge, but she's like, did I do really good or am I having a milk moment now uh, rockstar i don't know if you watched all stars three i mean, you may have even been in the house when when did all stars three happen Leona? yeah it's so
2: i had to go i had to go back um and i had them dvr'd and then chris had dvr'd every big brother and every After dark uh. and it got rid of my uh my RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. I was so devastated. <laughs> well,
1: well, Liana can tell you, uh, Liana during All Stars 3, uh, famously, Milk fought she just did gangbusters. She was living for her gig, honey. And then she, I, I, can't, I can't remember if that. that was the episode where she got the boot, but I know she didn't do well.
0: She was living for her gig the whole time. Yes, that's Uh, true. uh, She's like, oh my God, my like Velcro talent is amazing. I'm amazing. How am I not in the top? It was, yeah, it was bad. But this was, yeah, this was funny um, that she made that reference. I really liked that. But it was like, yeah, you should be worried. I mean, the fact that Ross, which we didn't even talk about this, literally told them at the end, you need to bring it on the runway. Like, you all need to bring it on the runway. That does not bode well. Mm -mm. Yeah.
1: And we also get a little bit of a Kai-Kai moment here, Rockstar. Ooh, where, I saw that. Uh, I think that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, where uh, Akira is noticing that Miss Vanji and Miss Brooklyn are getting a little closer than most. Uh, wh- what do we think about this love blossoming in the room?
2: I'm here for a showmance on Drag Race. Little kiki-like. I'm into it. I hope that develops further. I hope that's some foreshadowing into something that's really, you know, gonna go on. I'll ship
0: that.
1: I'll ship that as well. Uh,
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely hoping that we get to see more of it. Like, cause otherwise it's kind of a weird editing choice to keep in if that's, you know, we're never gonna see anything else from it. So I'm hopeful.
2: I, I am too. I feel like that had to be some, there's something else, you know, coming with that. So,
0: right.
1: Well, we get to the runway. Our guest judges for this runway are Guillermo Diaz and Ooh. Troy Savant. First of all, Guillermo Diaz, uh, honey, he can have me anytime. He yes. was a whole a whole bunch of man. Like it was yes. like well, I'll, I'll tell you this, because people will get this from who were listening to this podcast. I felt like um Guillermo. With me, obviously, he's gonna be the top, and with Troy Sivan, obviously, I'm gonna be the top.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I, I was living.
2: I, I feel like I would, you know, Guillermo. I would move him right in, and I feel like uh, <laughs> with Troy that I would adopt him. Like I think <laughs> I feel like, like that. Like Guillermo could be my husband, man. Don't tell Chris, but like he is on so fun, and i followed him for years too. So sexy, and then god so beautiful that Troy. like oh my god yeah,
0: i yeah responds. i would adopt him so quick right <sighs> into my flock of beautiful children but <laughs> i uh, i saw something on reddit that was like are you team bear or team twink <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> this episode which was so funny yes. how about both honey both yes oh my god I am team even
2: legal to be that pretty just walking around I, like
1: that i couldn't tell you. I've never been that pretty. Uh, so we get to the runway, and uh, RuPaul quickly names Nina West's team as the winners. We can talk about the runways first. Now, let's talk about the winner of this challenge, uh, Nina West, uh, Rockstar. What did you think of Nina West overall? She she ended up winning. I'm having trouble deciding whether or not she won because to me, I felt like Vanessa, Vangi Mateo clearly won from the Mm -hmm. challenge but maybe they were having issues with her runway so are you okay with nina winning here and what did you think of her runway
2: i i am okay with nina winning the runway was giving me sheepdog vibes it literally and i was thinking that in my head and then chris who happened to be like just breezing through the living room goes the sheepdog one and i was like (laughs) oh my god get out of my head yes
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very sheepdog. It was also like they said, very mop. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. the wrong color. It was 4 g
1: 4 It was 4 g
0: 4 Yes, that was the other thought uh. I
1: had. But she, but she looked like a we, mop.
0: It was the wrong color. It, it was, was the, the wrong color. color. Yeah, maybe, I, that's the maybe thing. in purple
2: or something that could have been cool. It was. Or it did look like a mop, or I even like a bright white. Like it was the yeah. gray
0: color of a mop, or maybe that's dingy. what she's going for. I don't know. I
1: don't
2: know. It
0: was dingy. You're
2: it you was so dingy. Really right. yes. It, yes,
1: yes. It looked used. <laughs> well, I was okay with her winning. I actually I had written in the patron group that I didn't know what Rube was smoking, giving Nina the win. I will say on a rewatch, I was very taken with how well Nina did mm-hmm. during the challenge. And I, I feel like that without her, I don't know. They would have fared as well as they did. And although I do agree with you that the color is wrong. I mean, you can win me over if you're living for your gig on the runway. And she yeah. was like, she was flipping her hair around like Thorgy Thor. She was living for her gig. She was like, I am the most beautiful woman in the world and I am walking this runway and she knows how to walk too and I will give her that. There's some people who I felt like had really good runways but they don't know how to walk so I'm okay with Nina West. I I still would have gone with Vanessa Vanessa Vanjie but there may be a reason for that. Let's talk about Vanjie. She did great during the challenge but hilarious. I don't know if you noticed this rock star. This is the third runway in a row where she has worn this color of red.
2: Yeah. Yes. It is like red wedding i mean it's it's the, the same look it's yeah it's the just a, same look.
1: it's the <laughs> same look with the same makeup and same with just a little little bit of fringe Leona
0: Yeah. So I was thinking about this because like, I know that they get a list of what the potential runways could be and maybe, but they don't know the order, but they don't know the order. I was like, maybe it just so happens that all of her like red looks, but statistically, you know, for them to all come up in a row is pretty unlikely. Uh, We'll see if next week she continues the whole red weddingness of it all.
2: I mean, maybe that. Maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe. Yeah, that's,
0: well,
1: maybe. Like, I'm
2: wearing red all season, and I'm. <laughs> <sleeping> it's <with> it. <laughs> my I'm thing. i going to win. Fuck it.
1: Lord. All. <laughs> we, we can all oh, I pray that that's not true somebody who I didn't really care for on the runway again this is somebody who I'm getting very same samey vibes is Arielle Versace I did not care for this look it was supposedly fringe it looked like some cheap boots this looked like something she would wear to a gig or a bar and as I'm going to talk about later on with a few other queens uh, like Michelle said if you're wearing something that you would just wear to the bar this is not good enough this is RuPaul's Drag Race main <laughs> stage although uh, to be fair I know uh, Mianna I don't know where the side stage is. So (laughs) she said that. What do you think about Ariel? Uh,
0: okay. So I, you know, I really like her kind of Bratz doll look. But even for me, I am noticing how incredibly repetitive it is. But like that is her drag though, also. Like I follow her on Instagram and this is what she looks like. And pretty much all do you have another wig? Is is there another
1: there's no other wig? (laughs) That's That's all we're gonna get
0: that's wow. it it's, it's a lot of that it's a lot of that um i you know i will say like i appreciate that she tried to do you know something that oh it's not fringe fringe it's like fringe so uh which that doesn't make any sense fringe but whatever small app. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know i was okay with that but uh it's gonna get you know if we're already starting to feel like this is repetitive like it's gonna get worse i think before it gets if it even gets better
2: right like if you're a, a look queen then you need to have a different look
1: <laughs> <laughs> that right is her that. look <laughs> oh my god you're so right about that somebody who i uh, i have to say entering this season i thought there's no way this person could win rupaul's drag race i am now at the point where i think they may even be the front winner uh Ooh. i'm talking about eb oddley yeah i knew about it about? yeah yeah, what do you think about Evie Oddly, uh, Rockstar? This a uh, calamari, squid, uh, jellyfish realness that she was giving us. When I saw her painting herself pink in the workroom, I was like, okay, she, you know, I like a concept queen. Uh, that's what she's giving <laughs> yes. us. But then she came up there, and I think the umbrella even had like lights on the eyes. And this is like when I when I think about okay, I want to watch Drag Race, and I want to see something unique, and I want to see something i would never seen <laughs> before look at this. This is a performance
2: art performance art. That's Mm -hmm. that's what it is. And I really thought it was amazing, too. And I was really excited to hear, you know, what Miss Evie was packing while painting all that pink. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, i uh i was did wonder about that you know when we got the whole segment about how she had to paint literally every inch of her body it was like then i saw the outfit, i was like did you really have to paint your taint you know like <laughs> was that necessary honey uh but i don't Method really care acting, Method <laughs> acting. exactly I like am paying the jelly
2: everywhere. Yes. I am the jellyfish.
0: <laughs> I am, yes. But it was it was so good. It was so creative. And you know, I I, I think she's a front runner for sure.
1: I think I'm she's a, a front great. runner for sure. I think the rock I think that she has like somebody who entered as a possibility but not really much and has taken, it's like I've said this before, where somebody like Sharon Needles, who again, I don't think yep. whoever intended on crowning Sharon Needles when she ended up winning RuPaul's Drag Race, but she forced her to take a look at her. And I feel like that's where Evie is right now. That I makeup totally, too is great.
2: I totally agree because you want to go see somebody that you're going to be surprised by, that you don't know what they're going to do next. And you're right. Totally reminds me of a throwback to Sharon Needles and how it was just like, well, what's coming up next? Not the same, you know, not the same thing. To something yeah, different. Exciting to
1: watch. You exciting to, to watch. challenges. And the makeup is beat. And not only that, the one thing I will say that she needs to work on, her walk is not great. She walked like she was on stilts when she was going out there. And, and I realized yeah, it was like a baby deer. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the thing. I'm like, you need you need to learn how to walk. Cause Rue doesn't like people who don't who don't know how to walk. So she's gonna need to pick that up if she's gonna have any hope of winning RuPaul's drag race, but I do think she is a front runner. Uh, let us talk about somebody who I wasn't really here for this entire episode. Silky Megan no, Meganash. Now, I have said on this podcast, I'm like Mike, uh, who is not here today, but I am not out on Silky Nutmeg, and I and I I did enjoy her during this episode, but I didn't love this runway, and I think it quickly become evident evident why I didn't like the runway when we got to Untucked and found out that actually she was ready for a reveal, and there was something else underneath it, and this was just basically like something. A she body was Yeah, it was something <laughs> she was waiting to tear her off. Rockstar, what the hell was going on? Why did she think she was even in the bottom? I think she
2: was trying to let everybody know her preparedness level each time for if you're gonna have to lip sync against her she's gonna be ready every single time bitch I'm ready I'm ready to take all of you down if I end up in the bottom but I also think it's a confidence thing and a lack of confidence thing to assume that you're gonna be in the bottom so it's like it's you know if if you're thinking every time it's good to be prepared like you don't want to be doing any I don't know the lyrics the song, but also to be so ready to be on the bottom is, is, is strange, I guess
0: so i will say i know she so i saw a video she's had this outfit for a while and i think this was a situation where it was like oh a fringe runway perfect i have the perfect outfit already so i don't know if you know why she didn't do the reveal you know that's sort of the the big is picture
1: this, question is, sorry to interrupt is this the one that she has in the in the youtube video where she does the song and then, i'm like, pretty sure i think it is too yeah so
0: uh so yeah so anyway so then you know to go back to rockstar you're talking about with the confidence thing like why she thought she had to save it you know right. um b- like i think that's the bigger question but yeah this uh i i also don't believe her that there's 80 yards of yeah. what like maybe it, it, individual strands like you line them all right. up and it's 80 yards i
1: don't know yeah. Yeah, something like that. Uh, first of all, two things. Uh, first of all, I don't understand her walk. What what the hell she was doing? It was like she was dancing on down the road. And I guess I'm sort of here for that, but I didn't think that she looked good dancing. Also, there's no definition to the uh, dress whatsoever. Like, There's nothing around the belt. She just looks like a big ball of fringe. Uh, and I'm here for a big girl winning RuPaul's Drag Race, but I didn't think this does her any favors whatsoever. The shoes are tired. The makeup is really light for me. I would like it to be a little bit darker. I'd like bigger hair. And basically, I didn't like anything about this outfit. And Again, she's probably somebody who uh, I, although I felt like her singing was great, she should thank her lucky stars that it, that she was on the winning team because if she was on the losing team, I felt like that she could have been in the bottom two with Mercedes. Let's talk about Mercedes uh, Iman Diamond who really gets lucky here because Again, I am bored to tears with the runway, and I am trying to be fair, Rockstar. I really am. But I, I, like, well, am I being am I being unfair to Mercedes? Well, what is up with this outfit, With this runway? It's it's,
2: it's not. Uh, it's, captivating. it's Yeah, boring. it's
1: not captivating. It's
2: just it's it's not even a lot to talk about there. <laughs> but
0: yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, there's no wow factor really to it. Like. I guess I get what she's doing, but uh, it's boring.
1: Yeah. Right. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about everybody except for Brooklyn Heights on the winning team. She has sort of a flower power fringe uh, look. I'm a little over this sort of like model goddess paint base look from Brooklyn uh, I would like to see something a little bit different um, I again maybe I'm being unfair I, I don't really love her personally I feel like right. she's she's a bit vapid there's not a lot of personality there and so that's why I'm not responding well to her anybody she's have just, any opinions on this one?
2: No I agree she's just not uh, in in this group of, of huge entertainers uh, to me she's, she's, not her her she's not a star
1: she's not yeah, a star she's not a star Leona
2: She's a good backup. And I did like the outfit though. I would wear it. I would have wore it. Yeah. You look great. I would wear that outfit tomorrow. That's what I said to him. It's very but, you. It, yeah. Uh, just, personally, I would wear it. <laughs>
0: it needed more fringe more yeah. fringe um i you know i liked that it was a little different but also the fringe because of the wh- like where it started on her hips didn't really flow all that much so i think if it had been higher like we could have gotten a little bit more or maybe you just need like more strands of flower Less, fringe like a swirl where yeah. it all kind of extended
2: outward and gave a bigger, yeah, definitely yeah beautiful.
0: Because that's the thing is she I think she tried to do that on the runway, but it just wasn't enough to. Yeah. To have that really like big twirl, like powerful effect of it all going out. So um, but I I mean, I I do really like this. I think it's cute. I think it just it doesn't really match the challenge requirements because it needed more fringe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Her and Ariel both, I I felt like, uh, fit into that category of not really meeting the challenge requirements. So RuPaul tells the winning team, it's Britney bitch network, that they are all safe. They go backstage and she tells the remaining six queens that they are all up for elimination. And my God, she means it. Let's talk about the uh, uh, leader. Uh, supposedly of this group Uh, and somebody who I really do not care for this challenge in this whole episode at all. Raja O'Hara. She was one of the songstresses in the challenge and she comes up with probably the most basic look. I've been asking you guys your opinion, but I'm going to give you my opinion of this right away. This is the worst runway out of everybody on the main stage. This is even worse than Mercedes. Mercedes at least had something going on with her hat looking like a lampshade. It was kind of fun. This is a red basic bodysuit that she's worn at the bar 5,000 times with red boots that she's worn with the flattest hair I have ever seen mm-hmm. on a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. This is a shake and go wig, Rockstar. This <laughs> is this is terrible.
2: It is. Right from the beauty supply store. Like
1: <laughs> It really was. I, I mean, I didn't even care for the color of it. I thought it clashed with the red that she was wearing, Liana. It's
0: like, yeah, three different shades of red with the hair and the boots and then the actual bodysuit itself. I mean, I think I probably hated Silkies more, but this is right there with it. Like, there was just nothing unique about it. I honestly thought that she was going to go home based on when yes. uh, like, pr- past track record as a well. Um, so I did not have high hopes for her, but she stayed, so. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: I was surprised by that,
0: actually.
1: Me too. I was I was stunned that she was called safe second. Anyways, we'll get to that. Uh, so we have somebody who uh, apparently their version of wearing fringe is to hold their arms out like a duck or a bird the entire time. I'm talking about Scarlet Envy. I don't understand the look at all. I guess you could say it's a little bit fringe, but it's a little bit small for me. If you're really talking fringe, she felt compelled to hold her arms out, and I guess I get that when you're on the runway and you're displaying things. But then when she was standing there talking to Rapall. She was like, she had her arms out like a duck or like a bird. It was so stupid. I, I hated that idea. Uh, I, I would have preferred different shoes. The makeup was okay. The hair was, I uh, you know, I always prefer my hair to be a little bit bigger. Um, but overall, I felt like that she was probably in the middle of a group of really terrible people. Uh, anybody have any thoughts on, uh, on, on Scarlett?
0: Yeah, um, so I would definitely would agree with the arm thing. It was just I I get that she was trying to, I think, show off the fringe that was there, but um, it just sort of looked awkward after a while. Um, I actually liked the outfit, though, just because I thought it looked really classy and expensive. Like, I was kind of here for it. Um, Although my biggest gripe was really with her hair, because when she spun, you could see her boy hair or maybe it was the wig reveal that she was going to do later underneath
1: yeah, yeah. So, i think i yeah, think it was her boy hair at the time and then she put a oh. wig underneath to try oh, okay. to save herself during the lip sync i'm not sure yeah that uh, was like yeah i don't know well somebody let's talk about somebody who i think we can all agree was pretty freaking fantastic on the runway that's akiria chanel davenport Oh
2: I my god, bitch, yeah.
1: i was with troy Savon, like when, when i know i'm gonna watch rupaul's drag race This is what I'm... God, I sound like Plastique when she's doing her demon voice. This is what what I want to see. Rockstar, what do we think about this gorgeous look from...
2: I want to live in it. I I love... I mean, I love the cleavage, had rhinestones. It just... It totally was just fabulous. Like, no, the headpiece. I mean, the fringe was shiny, and then it had these these layers that really shape the body so well because you could see the hips and then going down. It just, I'm, I'm so here for it. Like I'll be dreaming about it for a few weeks. And right, <laughs>
1: Liana. Oh, uh, Liana. What's my favorite phrase? Uh, it looks expensive. Uh, it looks <laughs> expensive.
0: It looks yes.
1: expensive, man. Oh uh, God.
0: When, oh, uh, yeah, when uh when she came out my first thought was oh my god brent's gonna love this because this is sparkle rag with a capital a I could, capital key like, bitch yes, Here, brent <laughs> in my head um it was it was fantastic i mean the way that the headpiece look that in and of itself i mean for me was like wow i was just blown away and then yeah the the details of how the rest of the shape is put together really makes her look so womanly with you know the silhouette that hourglass silhouette i mean I mean this was a home run
1: it was it, a run and i thought I, the rock star i thought this should have saved her from being from even having to lip sync i was yeah, kind of annoyed. i didn't
2: i didn't expect i thought it was going to be everybody but you because you just turned it on the runway and, yes you know i i yeah. thought that should have saved her too because that yes. really when ross said bring it that was brought
1: like she brought exactly exactly she brought it. i I really feel like rude just wanted the shock of it all okay so let's get to uh somebody who's gonna go home this episode honey davenport uh uh i (laughs) when i saw this i was like uh i didn't love it i it was a concept uh art kind of thing to do, but it was reminding me more of like Michelle said, VH1 uh, or VHS tape or even like a car wash. I think Maddie Rand said car wash on his show. Uh, it was just, uh, and that's fine if it you know, it's sort of kitschy like that, but I, the thought that it was all black, why well, well, it gotta be black? Well, I guess my, my question is, why it gotta be all black? Because I felt like even a little bit of color would have done her a lot of good here. That the, All of that black, which is it washes her out and i I often say that about white but and i guess i felt that way about scarlet but this look in particular liana i i just i really hated it i'm not this isn't like a 2020 thing where she goes home and she does terrible during the lip sync and so i'm like oh my god i hated the runway i really didn't like it when she came out
0: Uh, this this is the kind of thing that i feel like i should like because it is big and a concept piece but like you said there's just something that's not working about it i think maybe you lose some of the dimensionality of the hat because it is all black um and i get that maybe with the the leather pleather whatever it's made out of materials supposed to yeah, I know.
1: I was like, there's only this. One.
0: Anyway, uh, um,
1: <laughs> I was Bitch, like, if that was made out of leather, that'd be like a uh, $5,000 look. But, you I know, know. She, ah. Right. Uh,
0: um Yeah, so I just, something was off. Something was off about it.
1: I'm it, sure, it was, was she, she what, what's the problem with the book?
0: I, it's like a
2: crow at a fetish party or something. <laughs> like, it's just it's strange and it wasn't hidden. And I don't know if it's that I get it. It was a fringe challenge, but it just it tra- it, it didn't it did not look expensive. It, maybe it was. I don't know. But it just there was a I don't know. Is it is it Is I don't know what could have made it different. Maybe maybe not the hat or maybe the hat with not the dress. All of it together just just struck funny. Yeah, and
1: not i agree
2: yeah in a in a good way <laughs> not funny like oh i'm laughing and here for it funny like ooh, yeah there was another choice that could have yeah.
1: been made there uh somebody who is serving pretty on the runway uh rock star plastic tiara we both agree that she did okay ish during yeah. the challenge because she at least made a choice and defined herself i know Liana doesn't necessarily share our opinion on that but uh, her her uh, her runway is to me like this is just fish this is just puss puss yep. there's no yep. drag there's no drag no
2: it's just pretty it's just pretty yep. girl she's pretty a pretty girl, girl. like pretty girl. okay yeah we know we know pretty girl she's okay. the
1: furniture of the season rock yes
2: star. exactly <laughs> she's a couch she's sitting there she's pretty i did like i did like the hair though i thought mm. the hair was interesting because the hair was good of like course it looked yeah, like and a horse on somebody's head, and yeah, I thought she that was
1: flipped funny. it around during yeah, she flipped it around during the lip sync. She had that thing glued shut, Liana.
0: Yeah, she looks uh she looks absolutely gorgeous. She's um a- absolutely, yeah. Very, very fish. V- I mean, just oh my god, like she's so pretty. But yeah, didn't uh I mean, I don't know. I really like this look. I I think like, it, I love the little
1: too, but it's not drag. It's just it's just fish. I would I, like let, right, drag. I would
0: like to see that on a on a
2: red carpet or something, not necessarily on a, a stage. I don't know. It just it's it's pretty, but it's it's not that much stand out, but she working.
1: do. I, I think I liked her. I responded really well to her runway last week, where it was a little bit more conceptual. This just feels like a basic dress and a, in a uh, uh, with a basic makeup palette and a basic look with interesting hair. That's about the extent of it. So, I mean, I I, I get it that you know pretty can can be dragged, but. I want more from her, and I do feel like she can provide that. I, I don't feel like she's limited by the current, you know, pretty but uh, pretty but boring looks that she has. Uh, somebody who uh, have different, yeah uh, it's more of a polarizing look. I feel like is Sugarcane. So she comes out in this uh, Native American coat and then whips it off and has something underneath. Rockstar, I think you said that uh, either prior to the show or, or during the show that you actually really love this look. So uh, 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 tell us about Sugarcane. And she is your girl. You like her.
2: I do like Sugarcane. I feel like we are, you know, possibly related somewhere. Uh, <laughs> just from listening to the little, I don't know, are they even called DRs? That's what I would call them. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. They're little, yeah. The, listen i i just feel like we would be really good friends and but this look i don't feel that the jacket was that the coat was flattering at all i don't feel like it gave good body shape and i but i like that it was this is who i am Mm -hmm. and i think i like to get to know who these queens are and that let us know Um. I'm Latina, I'm Native American, I'm going to rep my people, like, that was cool to me, now I know that, I might not have known that otherwise, you know, like that, but I, I, I didn't feel like, I was glad the coat came off, because oh god, yes, because <laughs> the body shape with the coat on was very boxy and not, there was no body shape
1: Leona, <laughs> how did you respond to Sugarcane here with y- this yeah. Native American look?
0: I really, I, I mean, I really liked it. Um, yeah. once she took the, okay, here's the thing. I liked the coat. Me too. But I am also happy that she took it off because to Me Roger's too. point, it's bulky, <laughs> you know? Yeah. like You don't really get to see her. But yeah, it was cool. I And I do like the fact that she put her own unique twist on this. Um, and, you know, I guess maybe you could say like, oh, well, you know, the fringe is mo- like feather fringe. Is that really fringe? But the coat had fringe. I saw fringe. So um, I, I was very much here for it. I thought she, she could have saved herself. And also I didn't think her performance in the challenge was that bad. So I didn't think she was going to have to lip sync. But
1: Yeah, I thought uh, overall, I agree with you about the the coat. I like the coat. I'm glad it came off, though. It it showed me more shape underneath. I was also here for the hair and the earrings and the makeup. I thought that was definitely a choice, um, giving me something beyond basic, pretty drag. It's something that is more conceptual, and I appreciate that. So we get through all of the queens. And this is the point in time where Rupaul is like, uh you guys you guys are awful, so yes. she's like, uh, you know, may, maybe you don't know this, but I want to tell you, and I can't wait for this to be memed uh like uh she's like, uh, let me give you three words stink, stank, so. stunk is responsible for this massacre right away honey davenport pops up and says well i'll take responsibility for it rupaul's like so you're blaming yourself and she's like uh well kind of (laughs) maybe she starts to blame everybody else and then says well but i definitely have played my part rupaul starts going down the line and it was at this point in time where i'm like okay i could tell before that rupaul was pissed real mad but as she's going down the line, and she first starts with, I think, Scarlet Envy, then she asks Sugar Cane, then she gets to Akira, then she asks, uh let's say she already asks Honey. So she talks to Plastique Tiara. She says, Who is responsible for this? And one after the other, they all say, Well, it was all of us, because that's how they got into this mess in the first place, where right. they all decided to. Do Mariah Carey. If I was one of those other queens, I mean, I know it's uh, there's talk about being a sister and you want to be a good sister. I'd have pushed somebody else out under the bus. Raja, you the team leader, your runway is terrible. It's your fault. Yeah. And not only that, Raja was one of the people who was like, let's just stick with Mariah Carey. And Rue even brought up to them when she was talking to them on the main stage, like, I told you that it was apparent that you guys don't know much about Mariah Carey, and yet you still did her. I wanted RuPaul to ask who decided to stick with. Like, this had to go through your head that maybe this wasn't the best choice. But over and over, they pretty much gave across the board answers as in it's all of us. And Rue's like, it was like Miranda Priestly in the Devil Wears Prada, like that's all, get out. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, so, go ahead.
2: I I just like I couldn't believe that not a one of them. I'm still just mind blown that nobody was like, all right, we we should not do this. And when yeah. Rue was like, I had a feeling when I gave you some of my mariahism that you were going to wear them out, and that's exactly what mm-hmm. happened. My God, you know, they did. Was, they, and, I but, heard
1: about reference to lambs and uh but i don't know how many with the holding your finger up to your ear she did they did as a group but yeah they wore them out
2: i mean if rue hadn't even given them that what would they have done like what was their
1: i think that's what rue was saying right they
2: brought zero of their own references into their performance and rue definitely was i mean i I can understand why Rue was pissed. That shit was upsetting. <laughs> it was painful to watch. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, uh- <laughs> Rue was pissed like so clearly pissed and just became more and more pissed every time every single one of those queens said it's all our fault yep. you could tell Rue was like throw a bitch under the bus you know that's what like um, I remember in it's season a competition. 10 it's a competition yeah, yeah and Rue wants to see you be cutthroat like Rue doesn't care about that because I remember in season 10 when um, Aquaria was able to assign something to people and it was like you know oh did you assign roles strategically and she was like no I just wanted to give people People, you know and rue you know whatever they wanted and rue's like well it's a competition it's a you competition. should do that yeah and I so then eureka, yeah eureka the next week is like yeah i set these bitches up to fail like on purpose <laughs> so rue's like yeah. i'm here for it uh, so know that oh it was so frustrating
2: i oh so my god i, I,
0: yeah. I mean they
2: could have even you know they could all blame plastic bitch says she don't know pop culture I <laughs> yeah something i need uh, something you know yeah, like."
1: I wasn't buying that. I don't think the I don't think Rue was buying that. I do not think Michelle was buying that. I don't think the other queens were buying that. She's apparently been here for 10 years, but she didn't get a hold of a computer before the last three or four. Uh, that that and like I said, I think we, we Liana and I talked about this. In an effort to excuse her performance, she actually did herself a lot of harm. I think her chances of winning are zero at this point. There's no way Rue's gonna crown her. And by the way, Liana, I do agree with you that as she's going down the line, she's talking to Scarlett and the- Then sugar, and then uh, who the hell was on this team? Akira and and plastic. She's like, whose fault was this? Okay, whose fault was this? Okay, whose fault was this? (laughs) (laughs) Right. what is going on here? So she sends them all back, basically get out. She's like, all six of you need to prepare for a lip sync. And they're like, oh, bitch. Oh, really? And then they go backstage and we'll, we can talk about what happened in Untuck. But they, the judges talk and it's clear that there's nobody who they are going to excuse. I think at one point, Ross even says that he thinks that Sugarcane did the best out of this group, but that's not saying a lot. And just like, right. if you're going to go down, you're going to go down on me. So uh, I feel like that this was sort of telegraphed to us. I will also say that I had heard rumblings and, you know, I, I do stay away from spoilers and I don't know any spoilers about what's happening, but I did get spoiled on something that there was going to be at some point in this season, a six way lip sync. And I heard this. And I was like, that, that, that can't be. That has to be fake news. There's no way that that could happen. But then when I saw it was like a car crash, I, I knew what was going to happen. I, I was like, oh my God, this is how it happens. Rue is so mad at all of them that she's going to make them all lip sync and she could eliminate more than one. What I didn't know was she goes home. They come out and they say, uh, Rue says, you know, all six of you are going to be lip syncing face cracks of the century uh, in the back row. They are, they are. Absolutely gagged that this is happening, uh, and then and leona forgive me, but I've forgotten in my notes here. What was the song? Do we remember what the song was for this? Or does anybody remember? It
0: was a J Lo song, <laughs> okay. um, but I do not remember That's which fun. I was. I was singing it. I know that.
2: <laughs> I knew well, it that was. Song, it, it was so bad that that it, Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. You know, I actually was excited for a six-person lip I was I knew that was just going to be a lot of activity and you cannot you you really have to bring it when you're amongst five other performers like and to stand out in that and but but the thing that kind of shocked me is while they were lip singing for their lives I didn't really feel like there was a specific standout like oh she is killing it all you know all eyes are on this one and it just it i i was a little surprised at that but maybe it's because they were all giving so much I yeah i have a
1: Leon opinions on this. Number one, I thought it was really cool. Um, I was gagged it happened, but also I never want to see this again. Um, (laughs) I I, I felt like it was cool for now because Rue was pissed and she wanted to punish them and let them know that they fucked up. But it really, I didn't get a lot out of it and we were getting split screens like comic book style where we had to see each different queen perform. We had Honey Davenport who I don't know. She was like like Monique Hart, where she tried to do a cartwheel or something, like. And then she
2: fell, or was she it a, a death drop that died,
1: or I don't know what was happening. And, mean, know and then the, the best part was she, so Honey death drops off the stage or, or fell or something. And then. Like you sort of forget that she's there, and then about ten seconds go by, and you can see like they're showing all of the other queens in the little comic book half half screen styles, and you see Honey poor Ted at the bottom. Yeah, she's the bottom. still off the stage.
0: Yeah, she's uh, up there. Yeah, she's like down there scooting around on the floor. I was like, "Girl, what are you? What is you doing?" Like, you get tell.
1: Up. Ooh, RuPaul, yeah. Le- 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 RuPaul's look, where no. she was like. No,
0: no, not happy, not happy at all. And yeah, I totally agree with you, Rockstar. There was no one that stood out in a good way. It was just Honey Davenport that stood out in a she's scooting around on the floor kind of way um, and needs to like, like stop this. I really think that it, you know, she lost it in the lip sync because I think yeah yeah I I thought it was going to be Raja going home Um, but obviously that wasn't the outcome and I think that that was because of it to go back to the point that it was six queens all at the same time the gag of it was fun but yeah this was too much to watch like I remember being overwhelmed at the finale of season 10 with three queens lip syncing I was like how am I supposed to handle six and they tried to do their best with all the split screens but like I don't remember anyone doing anything in that lip sync apart from Honey Davenport like falling on the floor that's the only thing
1: I remember is Raja at the beginning saying look if I have to cut a bitch I have to cut a bitch and she immediately walked in front of all of them and was Mm. like look at me bitch so at least I I understood that so RuPaul when they don't know how many people are going to go home could all six of them go home obviously not but there could be more than one going home here because when Ru's pissed she does shit like this oh yeah First she she lines them up and she says plastic tiara. I by the way I was here for this y'all. I was here for this. This the drama of this. This is like <laughs> Julie Chen where it's four votes to four and she's got the last key in her hand. She, the drama was real where she was like plastic tiara, Shanta you Youste, and they're like oh, and then she's like Raja O'Hara and I'm like what? Why are you what what? Well, why are you bringing up Raja already? <laughs> right. Raja O'Hara. What? And she says Rajo, o'hara until you stay. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, oh my really? God. Because I yeah. really thought she deserved to go home. She at least deserved. Like I think you they said this sexy. in the in the in the patron group. Um, let me see if I can find the um message that I went to the oh my god, I went to the casino last night, so I have like other stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: like oh hell, where was it at? Somebody said something in the patron group, um, uh, oh well, I don't know where it was. I, I, I I'm trying to give credit to the person, but basically they said that Raja, if you were going to save her, she at least deserved to be standing up there, sweating it out in the bottom too, because she had a dry yeah. ass wig, a terrible bodysuit, boots that didn't even match, hair that didn't even match. She did terrible in the challenge. If you think the lip sync saved her, fine, but at least make her stand up there at the final two. So Ruth says uh, out. Yeah. Plastic, you're safe, Raji, you're safe, Scarlet Envy is safe. I was mad. Akiria had to stand up there in the nosebleeds with the final three, she would say. She right. they, finally she says Akiria, Chanel Davenport, you're safe and Jeff you could see in talks like, Kyria absolutely wowed the guest judges. Troy Savon in particular was like, oh my god, because he twice he said that to her. He said it to her on the main stage, and then he said it to her when he came back. Like, you're amazing. I'm so happy to see this. Ah! Ah! Yes! Yes! I <laughs> yes. You too, exactly.
0: Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, the order was super funny because, you know, I had sort of segregated them into people that I thought were, you know, probably higher likelihood of going home, and least Likelihood of going home, and the fact that you know, I had I, I was like, I thought sugar was gonna be safe, yeah, and to have, like sugar and Akiri, I was like, What? Then I knew yeah. you know, honey was in danger, so honey, right. you're ginger
1: girl. So, yeah. uh, finally, the final two sugar cane. And Honey Davenport, I thought there was a possibility both could go home. She says, Sugar Cane, Shantae, you stay. Honey Davenport, and by the whole, I, this isn't a video podcast, but oh my god, I wish I could do Honey Davenport's mouth when, she, when she's like praying to Jesus that she's going to be safe. You could tell this meant the world to her. I felt bad. Oh,
2: I was I devastated yes. because it was just it was an emotional exit. And um, what did she say? Don't ever let your insecurities get in the way of your dreams. And truly, I think I even tweeted that. And I was like, I felt that so deeply. Like, <laughs> it was. Yeah. A, and I then, was... oh, and then we was coming off and you can see the, uh, the PA, the production assistant, just like, what do I do? Because just fell on the ground sobbing. Oh, it, I... re- it, it hurt my heart to watch that.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. it it was it was really heartbreaking. I mean, oh. she it, it just because you can tell how much this means to her, and and yeah. she, oh, um, I mean, I, I really you know usually when people are voted up, I'm like whatever unless I really care about them. But for her, I mean, my heart broke. It really means a lot, and it's hard to see her go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I thought she she did great during the confessionals. Her and Sugar Cane are probably the Anna Curia, By the way, I think I even tweeted this. I wish Akiria could just like do confessionals on my life choices mm. because I think <laughs> she would be fun. But oh my god, I was so bummed to see this. She really wanted to be there, and you could tell she thought she did a good job. And even right. in the lip sync, like like she, I don't know if she thinks she did a good job, but she was giving it her all. Like obviously, it was a total mess, and she was making a fool of herself. But she was like. Oh my God, she was fighting for her life. She was right. like, I need to do anything. Obviously, anything doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I, As she I, wonder,
2: I wonder in that lip sync if that was a choice of like, I'm going to go where nobody else is to make my like, I'm going to move off of the stage right. and make my own stage down here. I don't know if that's what was going on or if it was truly really just like, like, I wonder if that was a choice like there's too many people up here i'm gonna go down a level and be the only one down there i don't know is is honey a younger queen like a younger person Oh,
1: i think she's she's been a fan favorite in new york city for quite some time so uh, she's a looks, seasoned queen looks young <laughs> yeah. i think she isn't <laughs> she like uh isn't she older i want to say i'll look it up go ahead
2: yeah i i just like as um not in drag, I think looks very young. And That's what made me wonder. I feel like I've heard of Honey Davenport over the years. So I was confused as to if it was the same person, Because which I guess it is, because I, I'm assuming <laughs> everybody has their own name. I've definitely heard the name Honey Davenport, but I don't feel like, I feel like there, there might be a few more years for honey Davenport to be all that honey Davenport can be. Yeah.
1: That's she's auditioned for a while. She's 32 years old and her okay. current city is New York city. So she's been doing drag for a while. Not that you, I mean, obviously sugar cane is 40 and she's only been doing drag for like what a year and a half, I think or something right. like that. So that's the, but I know honey has been doing drag for a while and she's been trying to get on RuPaul's drag race. Uh, Liana, we didn't get to hear much from you, but, uh, on on this, but the, Overall, I felt like I don't know if I agree that she was the one who deserved to go home. I can understand how they're justifying it with the lip sync. And Mm -hmm. I do think that the lip sync is what lost it for in the end where Rue is just like, I can't keep somebody who does this. I do also agree with Rockstar that maybe it was a choice to get off the stage. But if she was going to do that, I feel like she should perform more outward. Rather, she started performing like to the side during the lip sync, and it just didn't play play well.
2: If you're on a stage with six big personalities, that is your time to upstage people. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that in, in the theater. It's not right to upstage your fellow actor. But if you're competing against a bunch of other people, you upstage everybody. You need to be the biggest and the most in everybody's face.
0: Yeah, I, uh, so I'm going back through and I'm looking at I'm trying to remember what Honey did in previous weeks because, to be honest, I don't like 100% remember, but I
1: don't remember either.
0: You know, I, it's not bad. She had the lion look. She did Leo, um, and then she did Creme, So she had kind of a tube dress. I, I just yeah. feel like I really thought it was Raja's time to go. And I feel like Honey was not meant to go. I mean, not that yes. I think she's necessarily going to win. I thought it was premature her exit from the show.
1: Yeah. By I, the way, I, I was. Agree. I was really here for Honey's uh, boy look in the confessionals because she's so cute, so cute, like with the little hat with it backwards, with the little like with a button-down shirt, like I I, so cute, so cute, Mm -hmm. Honey. So we lose Honey Davenport; Uh, she sashays away, and we. I don't want to talk too much about this, but we do get some untucked uh, drama between Silky and let's say everybody else. And last (laughs) week. Edie Oddly was on Silky's side, but it didn't seem like she was on Silky's side. Obviously, there's something we missed in the edit that Silky wasn't really on board. It's, it's, it seems to me this is... I'm going to give you all what I think happened. You can tell me if you agree. I think what happened is that Silky wanted to do Whitney Houston. I think everybody else wanted to do Britney, and they took a vote, and they said, we're going to do Britney. And yeah. Silky, I think Silky was pouting... For the first two hours, that they couldn't do Whitney Houston because she thinks she could have wowed Whitney Houston, and that's where I think that's I think that's where this is coming from, Liana.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I you know I'm not entirely sure because they did so well as a team so you know I get maybe she's like oh I didn't stand out whatever and she's like kind of mad at herself for that I don't know I'm not entirely sure what was going on here although my favorite thing I'm not gonna lie was Evie being like when she did the when Silky did the reveal he was like what does this have to do with anything <laughs> like yeah they're talking uh-huh. about you know the choices that they were making and like the, you know religiously how she felt, and then all of a sudden, it's like, but I had a reveal, and it's like
1: I had a reveal. Yeah, the thing with Silky, and I'm, and I'm with Rockstar, like I'm on Silky's side. I want her to succeed, but honey where is this anger coming from? Like, right. like come on, honey. There was, no, like, there was nothing to be mad about. They were asking you questions like, why were you not really in it at the beginning? They called you out on what was going on. To me, it sounded like they were legit. You didn't want to own your shit. You were mad. You got called out about it. And then you started acting a fool. That's what I, I really,
2: I really, and you know, I, I might be reading this wrong, but I read people pretty well. And I feel like Silky is going to do whatever it takes to get that screen time. I think, <laughs> I think the anger might not even be real. It might just be like, all right, now I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be a shady bitch. And you all going to pay attention to that. Like, you're going to remember Silky Ganache. I think that is Silky's strategy in this game thus far is to, like, be known. If I get kicked out this week, you bitches are still going to remember me. And I will come back on another season because y'all remember me and because y'all keep talking about me. And I think that Silky is just like, I'm going to take every moment possible. I'm going to be fake angry. Fuck it. Like, you are going to remember me.
0: (laughs) Mm, You ain't lying. Yeah, she was like, "I want a spinoff show, and she's gonna do whatever <laughs> it takes. It seems to get airtime, and uh, you know, she it's it's a TV show. She's going for it.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't, I feel, did, I don't even feel like the anger was real." okay way.
1: that's fair I, I do think she's sort of making a deal with the devil because remember coming in and, I, and remember i know this was taped like five six months ago so there's no way that silky could know that we were going to respond as positively as we did pre-season but preseason, everyone was living for her we were like oh my god we love her and right. then like 45 minutes into the show gay twitter was just like girl bye so uh i i, I I feel like she's made a deal with the devil in that she doesn't need to do all this. Like, is she in an effort in an effort to give more? I feel like she's getting less. So I agree. I don't. I mean, but on the other hand, like I said, it's it was taped six seven months ago, whatever the hell. And uh, the the choices that she made, then she's gonna have to she's gonna have to live with.
2: I I feel like it. She's given this vibe from six seven months ago. That she was not sure how long she was going to be there. Just period. I I think it's like this this weird confidence thing of I could go at any minute that was happening for her. And she was just going to try to make the most of it. But it's having this counterproductive thing happening because we were like, no, say, you know, like we like you. And now it's like you're being too much.
1: Mm-hmm. down.
2: It's, it's strange. But I think it was the choice to be so bold and so just you know you're gonna remember me like Vanji. I yeah. mean Vanji's back because Vanjie had one line that captivated and enthralled us all and made Vanji the legend that Vanji was off of one line one line and then came back and I right. think that Silky was looking at that like I'm gonna have that one line
1: Yeah. Uh, by the way it. I don't know yeah. if you guys are like me but whenever I hear people refer to Vanji as Vanessa I'm like who?
2: Who? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's Vanjie. She just needs a shorter. I know she still goes by Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, but bitch just shorten your name to Vangie. That's all. We all know you as Vangie. That's what you are. Vangie, 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 Vangie. Vangie. There's no reason. Uh, there's, there is no Vanessa anymore to me. Occasionally I'll even say Vanessa because it's in my notes, but uh, uh, that's, I, it just doesn't work for me anymore. Okay. So uh, Guillermo Diaz and Troy Sivan come back. They flirt a little mm-hmm. with the Queens. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Anything else you guys think needs to be talked about this week? Rockstar. We'll, we'll start with you.
2: I just I think that both guest judges should come flirt a little bit with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I that I'm telling you that the man candy on on the guest judges, that was that was really that stood out the most to me <laughs> amongst the whole episode. I loved the episode, of course, but I was
0: like, damn, they were slaying with their guest judges. Uh-huh.
1: Slaying their guest judges. Leanna. how do you feel about this season so far?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I don't have any other thoughts on the episode. I just want to say that in terms of winners, the people that I'm looking at that I think could really win are Evie and mm. Akira. Like, I know that she hasn't necessarily, um, you know, because did she has she won? Did she won uh, week one? Right? Was that Akira? her? Oh, no, Brooklyn Heights. She had yeah, the, Brooklyn the, Heights the yeah Kira like, almost won. Main. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I think she she also just has this confidence about her that is unmatched and i think that when you look at previous winners of rupaul's drag race there are people who are just like i'm here i'm gonna do me you know bob was like that yes. um of course um you know like uh oh my god i mean pretty much everyone that has won rupaul's drag race has that level of confidence yeah. um and Sharon, i think in alaska yeah yeah uh, i mean Bianca. they're all- yeah, Violet. I mean, they're, they're all like that. And uh, I see that from Akuria, and I see that from Evie topped with, you know, Evie doing well in the challenges and and having crazy, amazing runway looks. Those are the two people I think could win at this point.
1: So the people that I think could win here are the people who I, I still think could grab the crown. Edie Oddly, Vanessa, Vanji Mateo. I still think, I still think Silky you know, and can win. That's mm-hmm. three. Uh, Nina West is four. Yep. And Akira, Chanel. I'm, I am indifferent to her at this point. I, I, I would like to see her have a chance to win. But I, I, I guess I'll include her. Can she win? Yes, she can. So that's five people. Akira, Nina West, Evie Oddly, Vanessa, Vanji Matteo, and Silky. I know that will be uh, controversial to some people. But she's been she's never ended up in the bottom. I think RuPaul loves her. I think Rue just mm-hmm. you know is she's the T to RuPaul, so uh, I think I think I still think she has a chance. Uh, we'll go ahead and sign off. I'm going to give your uh, uh, social media tags. You can find uh, Leanna Boris at L I A N A B O R A A S on Twitter. That's at Leanna Boris. You can find Angie Rockstar at at Mrs underscore a rockstar. that's M R S underscore a rockstar, and you can find me at one lucky gay on twitter that's one spelled out o-n-e uh you do you have any other social media tags that you need to promote or anything else that you're doing uh uh rockstar <laughs> well um
2: i'm also on ig and that would be angela mfn rockstar you know like my fun neighbor
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> that's not
2: actually what that is but uh-huh. we'll go with it for the kids and uh, sometimes I hop on the YouTube I try to do that a little bit more but really I'm just working and hanging out with my kids and hey you know if somebody wants to throw me my next gig I'm here for it if not All right. I'll be I'll be serving, serving the sauce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Liana, Mike is not here this week or next week. So you are hosting the BNB by yourself. What's going on with that?
0: Yes. So, um, we just recorded. Mike was here. To record the BNB this week, so we okay. did that um, with Taryn, so that should hopefully be out soon. And then um, I'm going to be recording next week with the Real Weird Sisters. Um, so we're gonna have a uh, gal's day out at the BNB, um, and then I'm going to be actually on Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. Uh, Renap, we are actually doing something that is very similar to this challenge. We're doing Rob and Akiva stand something where we have people who are really big fans of a particular person or item and we're going to um, figure out who is the best I think it's going to be a bracket and so we're going to f- figure out something for Robin Akiva to stand are, so are you a judge fun. I <laughs> think I'm a host slash judge my uh, we'll figure it out tomorrow when we record but yeah I'm uh, I'm hoping that we do not have a um, Mariah Carey-esque performance from hopefully one of these groups but uh, you know maybe we'll convert to Britneyism we'll see I just
2: right. I just want everybody to know that they can feel free to stand me. <laughs>
0: As <laughs> we do, is, my entry. <laughs> yeah, in the bracket will be a rock star. I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh <laughs> this thank has you. been a
0: blast. Thank,
2: thank you so you. much for having me on. No, thank you. Show. I've watched in season one back when it was just a little logo show. And
1: yes. <laughs>
2: I love it. I love it so much. I think that it's an amazing thing that they do on Drag Race where, you know, they totally do this illusionary performance and then give stage performances and also make their costumes. And I mean, just the sheer amount of talent that comes out of the people that go on this show, it just, it never ceases to amaze me. Even when they fall flat, they're still soaring high.
1: Well, I mean. Bitch. Well, listen, We I have been standing you like I, there's actually a girl in the Big Brother Canada house right now who they were tweeting out earlier today. My friend Stina was like, she is Twitter incarnate. Like there, there was we we, we the, the joke was that there's somebody in the house who is encompassing all that gay Twitter and that Twitter overall is feeling right now for the Big Brother house guests. And you were that girl during <laughs> Big Brother 20. You were like, well, that's what Rob and Taryn called you. They were like, you are Twitter, because everything that you were saying was what we were feeling. Like when you were calling Tyler Palpatine, we were like, "Yes, yeah. bitch, that's the mm-hmm. real." And then somehow you got off that, and we were like, "God damn it, rock star!" Ah, but we feel. <laughs> We lived and breathed with you, bitch. We I loved love you Thanks on Big Brother. So and you gave us everything. I think Rob still has your clips on his soundboard. And by the way, there are not many people on Big Brother 20 that have clips on that soundboard, but I know <laughs> you're one of them uh, <laughs> because you were serving it to us on that show and we loved you. So thank you so much for coming by and talking to Paul's Drag Race. Thank you. Uh, we loved having you. We're going to see you next week. We don't know who the guest judge is going to be. Me and Liana are going to plot to find somebody who we can talk some Drag Race with. But until then this- You all can sashay away. Bye. Bye. The coronavirus is creating chaos around the globe, which could destabilize the U.S. economy in the months to come. That is a devastating risk if you are heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by investing in gold and precious metals. Noble Gold can help you protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Whether you're a new collector of rare coins or a seasoned investor looking to diversify your portfolio, Noble Gold can help. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com to learn more. That's noblegoldinvestments.com